Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to the Slag Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. Welcome to another week, another Monday. Let's be joyous, let's be thankful, let's praise whoever we worship, if anybody, and be grateful to be here listening to this podcast. Because let's be fair, it's a gift, it's a treat on a Monday. Because look, we all know the start of the week is traditionally shite. It's traditionally the part of the week where you go, oh, bollocks. Well, at least in part now, let's enjoy the Sly Guy podcast on a Monday while we still can. Because listen, can you hear that? Mm. Probably just my heart beating, which I can hear actually through my earphones, which is a concern. But apart from that, it's also the sounds of change because there will be some changes to the podcast. Now, I just want to come off the bat straight away and before you go, oh no, he's quitting this too. He said to quit boy town, now he's quitting this. He's cancelled. No, I'm not quitting this. I'm just um, trying to make a bit of movement towards changing the podcast a bit. And that will mean moving to a new day. But it's not for another few weeks yet. We're still on Mondays up until my second chill arrives. Once that wee fucker is here, we're changing it up. Because we're, we have to record a different day. But, on the bright side, there will be an improvement in the podcast. Can't say too much more, because I'm a sneaky, secretive little boy, but it'll be good. I can tell, what day is it moving to? Hmm, let's just say, I don't want to give the day away, but it's between Wednesday and Friday. Alright, so that's the day it's going to be. Oh, is that going to be in the Boytown void? Shh, don't say that. Shut up. But changes are coming, plans are in place, and... I'm looking forward to it. It's been a, it's been a while. Worse, I can't do a stain stain impression. In fact, I probably could. Let me try. It's been a while since I could hold my head up high. It's been a while since I first saw you. And all my things I can't remember. Decent for a first stab, yeah. But anyway. That's happening, so it's exciting, and I can't, you know what, here's the thing people, I can't tell you anymore, I fully could, but I'm not going to, because I find if I give, if I give too much info, if you know what I mean, if like, I get, tell my handler too much info at once, you end up shot in the back of the head, you know what I'm saying, so if I give the Sly Guy listeners too much info, it could blow it all up, but that is what's happening, that's positive news, the world is enjoyable, the world is good, let's just drink it in, and let's be excited if the positive change is coming for the Sly Guy podcast, and less positive news, I saw, um, again, the world, as we know. I've said before, don't tune into this podcast for news. You know, don't. But sometimes, sometimes I'll take my little foot, my little toe, my little pinky, and I'll dip it in to the world of news. And I saw a story this week that I just had to talk about. I just saw it and I thought to myself, oh no, these, these guys, you know, these people are out here doing this and I need to talk about it. And that was... Um, a demo outside the BBC. My listen, my office, my work, to some extent, people are out there. That's what I find weird. I know the BBC are a broadcaster, a fantastic broadcaster at that. The, the best, the creme de la creme, the cream rises to the top. That is what the BBC is now. Technically, am I on a contract with them? Yes. Now it's fine. I still believe that. But why do they always protest out there? I get that they broadcast things, but also. Guys have to go to work there. You know what I mean? Give them a break. You know, if if for talk's sake you have a really respected broadcaster, who is me, by the way, 
heading from Nando's to the BBC. You don't want to have to beat your way through um, a crowd of people. You don't want that. Now, that being said, the said crowd of people would have to be there at half past five on a Friday, which when most people are like, oh, fuck that, I'm away on holidays. You know, way home for the weekend. It's my weekend holiday, not holidays because we're staycationing. Just away home is what I meant to say. And that's what happens, you know. But I'm always fine when I'm there. But whenever there's protests happening during the day, it is very sly. And especially whenever... You're out being an anti-mask protester. Now, people are out there gathering, basically saying, we shouldn't have to wear a mask. The BBC's telling lies. This is all a cover-up. It's a conspiracy. And that's the way the world is now, isn't it? Everybody is all about conspiracy. If anybody does anything, there's a conspiracy. The greatest conspiracy, which I must say I would enjoy to see be true, is that Neil Buchanan from Art Attack is, in fact, Banksy. Now, if that happened... Very classic, but that's the latest. Oh, people just make things up. It's like something like I would say to somebody as a bit of banter, like a, a lie. I would just go here, by the way, didn't you hear about uh, hear about old Derek down the street? And you're like, oh, what's that about him? Apparently, there is a traditional Indian burial ground underneath his back garden. And unfortunately, he has become possessed by sitting bull. I'm like, oh my God, what's he doing? I mean, well, he's just sitting there, to be fair. Not causing any harm, he's just sitting there and smoking very powerful tobacco. But other than that, and they'd be like, Oh, fuck, you know, and that's what Chinese whispers. But this Neil Buchanan thing, silly. So people are out there, um, saying that they think people are basically dropping dead as fires everywhere. You have to get out, you cover. How dare you be this? This is, this is a big fake news story. You know, they thought it was going to be terrible. It's fine. People are afraid to leave the house. Wise up, basically, these mask guys are saying that it's not as deadly as people are making it out to be. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I just find that to be kind of... I mean, I need to watch my words here, but it's fully mental. You know, I think that this argument is a bit mental. Now, I've said it before in this podcast. I did single word science at school, which means, um, in layman's terms, I'm a dum-dum. You know, it means when it comes to scientific um, matters, your boy, devoid of knowledge. It means when it comes to physics, biology... And the other one, which you can't even remember, chemistry, I'm a thicko, alright? So, my point is, I'm not an expert in this matter. Now, to even to me, a dum-dum, uh, an airhead, uh, a thicko, uh, I nearly said a nonce there. <laughs> I need to be careful, that's, that's not, you know, if you start, people start using that phrase incorrectly, you know, by the way, oh, here, Dave, he did single word science, he's a nonce, you know, that's going to be a completely different thing, you know, you can't be going around being, oh, what do you get in your GCSEs? Oh, four days, bro, ah, you fucking nonce, you know, that's how troubles arise, let me just clarify, I'm not a nonce, <laughs> I mean, I think I've just proven myself to be dense beyond science there by trying to say like I'm dense in the realm of English literature I'm dense in the realm of word there you know oh uh, yeah you know I'm a bit thick I'm a bit dim I'm a nonce you know that's <laughs> that's um entirely a slip of the tongue so don't be out there noncing me all right don't be don't be at that but even to <laughs> even to a nonce like myself even to a thick bastard like me Common sense would indicate that a mask basically makes sense, you know, because they apparently, like those guys, those doctors say, in fact, it's not even doctors, it's virologists. Those guys come out and they basically say, um, 
that the germs spread. And I said from Aston, <laughs> I'm fucking having a mare here. The ger- like, a, a respected scientist came on the news and said, yeah, the virus is especially spread ass to mouth. So you need to wear masks. <laughs> stop. Also, butt plugs. You know, if you're going to stop the infection, wear a mask, wear a butt plug, and you'll be grand, you know. But again, it is spread mouth and nose to mouth and nose. It's not spread ass to mouth. Now, that being said, as I've stated, I'm a nonce, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that is the case, because I'm not a scientist. I don't know if, if it if very well could be spread ass to mouth, you know what I mean? If not, um, being in the vicinity to know that. But again, so far, I've not seen anything in the news being like, Five new cases of coronavirus have been announced been announced at the Morning Sun nursing home where we believe all cases were spread due to a case of ass to mouth. Um, Maud, aged 86, was a keen fan of said act and has caught the virus directly from her own anus. No, that's not what the case is. It's mouth and nose in the air and it can be received, so I believe in the nose or mouth okay so it would make basic sense that if you were to have a mask on you would just maybe not prevent it you know i'm not saying that prevent it but certainly even in basic thicko terms a nonce like me would understand that that would reduce our risk slightly do you know what i mean it would reduce the risk slightly kind of like a sheath you know or a rubber johnny whatever you want to call it would do with sex. It doesn't always guarantee you don't get pregnant, but it certainly stops, you know, it being such a high percentage. So, I mean, that's all I think, you know, masks would basically do. You know what I mean? And, like, to be fair, if scientists are coming out and saying to do it, I'm listening to them. You know, no offence to Kyle with your late-night research in the dark web. You know, you know, with Kyle, who's up all night being like, Apparently Trump's smuggling smuggling guns from Russia and all, and he's got that. He's he's gonna give Biden. A, he's gonna give Biden an overcheck, and it's like it's an overcheck. Oh, he's gonna give him a poo, and then he's gonna be go fucking do lolly and all, and then he's not gonna be able to run for president and all because he's not doing lolly. And then apparently Trump's gonna give him coronavirus because he's gonna do him off the mouth, and then it's gonna be fucking shit. You know that's that's not the way of it. But I mean, people are like, oh, by the way, I know this is fake news. You know, I get that. I'm underneath. And it's like, brother, brother, stop the drugs. You know, leave the darkness. And that's not the band I'm talking about. I'm talking about whatever little corner of your house. Like, I'm guaranteed most of these guys who have epiphanies about, like, conspiracy theories and things like that about the virus are probably in weird, dark places, such as under their stairs on a laptop, you know, such as like in some sort of bunker that they have assembled in the corner of their living room. You know, weird places to be on this dark web, weird places to be seeing things about conspiracy theories. You know, I always think it's like Twitter, who you follow, you see things that you're geared towards seeing because it's it's set up to be who you follow. So if you go out looking for something that you want to be your narrative, you'll find it. You know what I mean? It's like most things, albeit I do Google myself and superb comedian regularly and still to this day nothing has come up. But we'll keep searching. But my point is that these people are saying, I the mask is, you're just making that up kind of because 
wearing a mask is a bit of a bollocks. Do you know what I mean? Wearing a mask is a bit uncomfortable. Not a nightmare, just a bit of a bollocks. You know what I mean? Not an entire... You know, it's not like something I would lose the rag over. It's just slightly, incon- mildly inconvenient, to be fair. Do you know what I mean? But, call me mad, I'm going to take the word of a trained virologist rather than some Karen who finds wearing a face mask and you look to be annoying. You know, people are like, I can't, I can't wear, I can't wear a mask. You think I'm going to avoid going to a barber's for, for fucking six months and some bastard's going to tell me I have to wear a mask and fuck up my hair out to go in when the new look and buy myself a pair of leggings it tucks my big belly into no way fuck that don't know what accent that was either but I'm not for it I just think listen do it I had to go to grocery sh- the grocery store today oh whoa I just became American St- I had to go to the shop today to get what did I get this is how sly the shop was for me I had to get salad I had to get chicken I had to get what else did I have to get Bananas, because I'm a physique guy at the minute, and then I had to get my wife a nice chocolate melting pot dessert thing because she's pregnant. You know, that's BS. Normally, I'd be like, I'm in with you, bro. But this time, I'm being a good guy, so I didn't do it. So I had to go to shop today, and it was fine. So I mean, just popped on the mask, and out, Bob's your uncle. Not a problem. If anything, you know, I should have probably worn protection earlier in my life, but I didn't. Hence, you know, I'm fucked now, but that's fine. You know, that is fine. You know, but again, I think people are getting slightly, slightly um, relaxed about it. A bit lackadaisical about things. <clears throat> Gonna be frog in my throat. Um, and things, you know, seem to the most part be getting back to normal. Whether it's advised or not, the people are just sort of deciding to do whatever they want. And as you see, the cases are rising. You know, 118 new cases over the weekend, which mightn't seem like a lot. But when you look at our population, which is like, I know, one point eight or nine million it's not not a lot of people and that's a reasonably high amount so you know it's high enough it's frightening and i just don't want it to to keep happening because you know me i am you know obviously going to worry about it now is there an element of scaremongering i don't think so i just think people there's just a problem social media everyone takes what they see on that to be to be the the law the rule of thumb you know people see that and go Oh, why? That's uh, so and so said. This Gina from from down the road there said about about the coronavirus. Apparently, I asked the mouth spreads, and then go. That'll, that'll be your Bobby fucking. That'll be your Bobby at risk her. I'd be like, no, my Bobby's got an arse plug and a mask. Don't worry about that. I'd be like, ah, oh, but it's one of those masks that you can connect a vacuum cleaner and then connect onto the end of his hole as well. I'd be like, ah, oh, so we can go direct arse them up oh, leaks. Do you know what I mean? People are just getting their information. So what I'm going to do is just ignore social media and just listen to the news and follow what they want to do. Because you know what? I'm an asthmatic fat guy. You know, if I get the coronavirus, I'm Uncle Bucked. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to be in a good way. If I get it, I am red dead with zero chance of redemption. I'm fucked. You know what I mean? If I catch it, I'm buggered. And then I'll spread to my family. They're also buggered. And then if I choose... The be bugger and then present it elsewhere. That's another spread of it. I've said that a lot on this time. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> if I catch it, I am I'm dead. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm out of here faster than your da when pipeworks created. You know that's that's how fucked I'm going to be. So I'm going to take it seriously. I will wear a mask where I can. I'll keep washing my hands because I'm a fucking filthy wee bastard. No, I'll keep washing my hands. Keep sanitizing. Keep wearing a mask where necessary and take the the steps because I don't want to die. But people out there, 
you know, partying, doing their own thing, it's just stupid. But then again, the government has given very shit guidance, to be fair. It's been do this, do that, but also you can do that. This is it's very contradictory. People don't know. So I'm going to use one of my sayings of life. I used to nearly be sick there. Um, be safe and not sorry, you know, because if it, if it turns out, like that's the biggest mug off, like people going, oh, it's a load of balls and then they get it and they go, oh no, I'm on a ventilator here, I'm fucked. You know, then that's unfortunately the way things are going to go, you know, because you don't want to see anybody get it. It sounds and seems like an awful disease. And I mean, it exists and it's shut down the world basically for this length of time so it's not it's not a laugh matter it's not something to take lightly so what i'm saying is you if you're an anti-mask guy or girl you're a nonce you know in a roundabout way you're the nonce not me you and that could very well be the name of this episode you're the nonce and that's it guys thanks for very much for no only joking <clears throat> Oh dear. Um, yeah. So again, I'm going the opposite of that. So I'm saying I'm wearing a mask. I'm afraid that I'm I'm out of shape. I'm asthmatic. I need to sort myself. So I've decided this week that I'm just going to try and lose a bit of weight. You know, I thought you know what? Now is the time to get myself in gear. And I've enlisted the help of none other than the sly heart himself, the friend of the show, the friend of the people, John Joe Flood, and he's now effectively. My health guru, not my personal trainer, not my diet tip, my, my health guru, my life coach, the guy who basically watches what I'm up to and tells me do better and lose weight, fat eye. And I'm all for it, you know what I mean? I've been uh, basically a week into training with him and I'm feeling good, but also in equal measure, busted, you know, which I guess is nice. It's nice if you've been a lazy bastard for a number of months to get back into training and actually feel what it's like to exercise again like it actually is nice to feel like oh i have a little bit of an ache in my body here but it's all worth it because it's all as the old saying goes money in the bank you know it's all all steps all this and that it's all good you know but that being said it makes me feel my 33 soon to be 34 years speaking of which it is my birthday in a couple of weeks so i'll get presents and, and just send them to my office and whatever it's all gravy and make sure whenever they deliver you're you know wearing a mask or whatever but yeah, it's interesting. It feels um, it feels nice. And to be fair, I know I've only been training and dieting a week and this might sound bullshit to a lot of people, but I feel already that I'm more productive. Now, today was a very productive day. Got myself up nice and early. Um, did a workout first thing. Obviously wrecked myself. Took a protein shake. Had some nice breakfast. Um, had a good time. Did a bit of family stuff. Put on a wash. You know, now I'm, I must say I'm, I'm gloating about putting on a wash I forgot to put the uh, the powder in with it, so had to get done again. My wife was like, "This wash smells like like bo. Did you uh, did you put powder in?" I was like, well, "Of course, I put powder in." Then as my my cogs in my head are going, "You didn't put powder in," and she's like, "There's you definitely didn't put powder in." I was like, "Oh no, I definitely did." And she goes, "Whereabouts did you put it?" And then I just like sort of got a wee bit nervous and and, and knew I was lying, and rather than just saying, "Oh, I put it," in, I just went, "I just you know what?" Now I think about it, I. And she went, what does he mean? He goes, no, it didn't, sorry. And then she's like, you're an arsehole. And then I went, yes, but also, am I intelligent? Because I'll not be expected to do washing anymore. Hey. I'm raising my eyebrows there, but you can't see this because it's an audio podcast. For now. Um, but on the whole, 
it was nice. And then we went out, we, we drove to Bally, Bally Walter of all places, the land of the sea culture, and just went on the beach. And then my wife just sat down and watched me chase my two-year-old around the beach for a bit, which was nice. I mean, now I should point out for anyone listening, she is due to give birth very soon. She's not just a lazy bastard, you know, just in case you're like, oh, fuck, so she go to the beach and just sit there like a humpy whore. I'm like, no, she's heavily pregnant, can barely move. So it was very good that she even made it. Well, it must have been the 50 metres to the place of rest. Sounds like she's, you know, passed to, the, to her place of rest and her final resting place. No, but to there, and it was lovely. Came home. Had a dinner. What did I have for my Sunday dinner? Chicken salad. Whoa, the man has changed. You know, she's in there probably eating that really nice chocolate melt in the middle thing that I went to the shop to get with my mask on. And I'm sitting in here with a bottle of water doing a podcast. But at the end of the day, in a week, my heart rate's down. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the first thing. I have a couple of kilos off, which again, is pleasant. But the main thing is the health. That's why I'm trying to lose weight. I know I'm an old guy and I know I need to lose the weight but I've just been for too long making shitty excuses and being oh, I'm too busy and this and that but the problem with losing weight for me is all mental. If I if I fix the bonds, you know, I'm fine. You know, but that's the thing is I feel like with, with John Joe, he's going to be there encouraging me, yes, but also disciplining me when I need to and he knows I'm a guy that likes to be disciplined. I hope he's got whips. I hope he's got paddles because this booty needs to be whipped into shape whenever I start slacking. So a couple of weeks down the line, that's when he'll earn his crust. Whenever this baby's born, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But I want him to be like, no. If you set your alarm and get up at 3 a.m., you train 3 to 4, you fat shit. It'll be worth it. And again, it's money in the bank. You know, so I need to do that. But I've been enjoying it so far. And actually tomorrow, I'm going to leave the child nursery and I'm going to walk back. So what's actually going to happen is I'm going to make my heavily pregnant wife, get out of bed and drive us both to nursery. I'm going to drop her in the nursery. She's going to drive home and um, I'm going to walk home because it's a nice walk. And I did that on Friday, except didn't leave her in the nursery, just went for a walk. And it was lovely. Nice day for it. Went out, stretched the legs, enjoyed the sea air. And now I feel great, you know. And I say I feel great. I'm, a, I'm in full agony from it because it was quite a long walk and I do have blisters on my feet. But mentally, I feel great. You know, exercising is fantastic. Mentally, physically, it isn't. No, people are like, it's great. Why is it the fitter you are, the worse you feel? Yes, in your mind you feel a bit better, but why is your body excruciating all the time? You know? But I guess I just get... Now that's just growing up, isn't it, kids, eh? <laughs> oh, but I'm trying my best. You know, a bit to go yet, and hopefully by... Hopefully by early next year, I'll have a, a couple of stone off. That'd be nice. I'd like to get ideally in the in the fighting shape for next year. And by fighting shape, I mean the shape of the best shape I've been in the last decade, ideally, because there's too, been too many sort of starts and stops for me. So now that I'm enlisting, John Joe the bully, the enforcer, um, and I'm paying him for it. I feel like I have to, whereas, like, if I'm doing it myself, like, I'll do my own programme, and I'm like, nah, I don't really have to answer myself, fuck that, but it, this, it's this guy's job, and he's fucking good at it, and I'll tell you what, I would recommend, if he has any free spaces, getting in touch with Revive Nutrition, I get the exact Instagram page that you can bang, bang him a message on, because, uh, again, it'll come a time whereby we will all be in a WhatsApp group together, and it'll be, you know, It'll just be a load of fun and banter for us all, you know. Um, let me see what is the exact page is. At Revive 
nutrition, recovery. Get on to it because it's great. The program itself is great. I'm enjoying it so far. And there's a wealth of information that's got on the website too that you get access to when you sign up. So get in touch and let's join the team. Let's all get, let's all be physique guys and girls together team. I'm all for that. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling nice. And I got another review in the podcast this week. Swag. Um, why did, when I say that, I'm a, I'm a 34 year old soon to be man. Um, and it was from... We Danny C, who thinks Danny Cunningham. Now I just want to say, if it isn't Danny Cunningham, if it's another guy, I'm sorry. But um, it was a lovely review, something that made me feel really warm, warm inside. And this is why I would recommend people review because I'll, I'll read the full review in the podcast, even if it's shit. No, it won't. That's where I'm lying because I'm I'm very egomaniacal that way. Um, but he said, Sly Dave's consistently putting out heavy hitters on a weekly basis. No better way to start the week. So guys, for the next few weeks, enjoy it, because it's going to change to Thursday. You know, the Sly Nation is growing. Don't miss out on the Sly Revolution. Quality content that'll have you laughing out loud. Danny, I appreciate that. Now, will I tell you what exactly the plans are for the podcast on this podcast? No, but will I do it on Patreon? Absolutely. This Wednesday, I'll be explaining everything that's happening. The big grandmaster plan for after the baby is uh, in place and it will be unveiled on this week's Patreon podcast. So if you want to subscribe to Patreon where there's some other stuff, I haven't put a load out there to be totally totally honest in a while. I haven't put a load of bonus stuff, but there's a weekly podcast extra every single week. The Extra Sly podcast where it's like this, only I'm extra sly on it. So you want to check that out, that's fine. Again, after the baby's born, there'll be a lot more stuff going out there. All will be revealed in that podcast. So get on to Patreon, Sly Guy Podcast, check that out, and um, you'll find out where we're at. Also, support for the Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. You're the best in below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. I'm going to say it. Everybody needs to shave their pubes, their bush, their ball bag, their chest hair, their back, their armpits, even that little awkward bit of hair just is slightly under your calf. Get rid of it and get rid of it with Manscaped. Manscaped are the masters in below the belt, above the belt, or just grooming. You know, they're called Manscaped because they're about male grooming. But listen, listen, female meat is the same as man meat. In, in some respects, you know, it could it could be just it's fluid in between. But what my point is, when God is making a man and God is making a woman, He takes the same cuts of meat to make the vaginal bits and the penile bits. Okay, so what I'm saying is, if you wanna, you know, shave your balls and dick or trim your quim, same thing. And thankfully. The Manscaped have created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. The new improved Lawnmower 3.0, the third generation trimmer, features the cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. You know, you see all these things about people working in factories, having like, you know, their arms mangled in machinery. You know, it's always terrible to see. Makes you cringe, makes you feel really sad for the person it's happened to. It's terrible. But imagine that happening to your ball bag. And that would be what would happen if you used industrial machines to trim your pubes. But thankfully, the Lawnmower 3.0 is here and no longer will you snag your bag. Not at all. It's premium gear. The Lawnmower 3.0 is a battery that lasts up to 90 minutes. So you could be in the shower for an entire 90 minutes just shaving your whole entire body. Go in, a hairy werewolf guy. Come out, you know, looking like you're very unwell. But at the same time, looking sweet. 
you know what I mean? You can do that if you want. And one of the coolest features in Lawnmower 3.0 is the LED light. So you can see all the nooks and crannies on your balls and fannies. Wow, why am I a modern day Seamus Heaney? I am the poet that you didn't even know you needed. But what I can do as well is help you and you can get 20% off of free shipping with the code SLYGUY at manscaped.com. That's all capitals, SLYGUY at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's 20% off of free shipping when you use the code SLYGUY at manscaped.com. Guys, please don't snag your bag. And as usual, the SLYGUY podcast is always brought to you in association with Modest Beer. If you don't know, now you know. Modest are on a journey and they've one clear goal in mind and that's to be the greatest sponsorship on the history of podcasts. And as well as that, they bring you exceptional brews to the local craft beer market. They're not here to revolutionise, no, they're modest. They're here to add to a brand which is simply beautiful, joyous, crisp, responsible, honest and modest. If you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, on Facebook and Twitter at Modest Beer or visit their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find the nearest stockist. And also if you're a modest drinker, get your post up on Facebook, a view of the wee tin of beer, tag me, I'll share that out. Modest will see it, we'll see it, we'll just share the love because Modest is delicious and it is also nutritious and as a guy that's using my fitness pal it's low in calories too you know don't quote me on that because i'm not a fitness guru or a calorie guru but i'm saying that i feel like it's going to be relatively low in calories for a beer I mean, maybe i'm wrong but i imagine it'll probably be I imagine it'll be, you know, but they're, you know, it's delicious. Who gives a fuck? Sometimes you need to let your hair down. Do you know what I mean? Just relax and stop being a fucking git. Anyway, speaking of gits, it's time for listeners' questions. Richard Sherwood has asked me to discuss the topic of Andrex moist toilets. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to say that I'm assuming Richard means he uses these to wipe his his bottom after he does a poo in which case i would say don't do that because then you're going to block up the sewers and then you're going to end up having to be arrested and sent to mcgarbrate now if you're going to use them wipe your duty with it and then put it in like some sort of little side bin maybe you go into like a bar into the female section of the bar into into the girls toilets and you steal a sanitary bin and take that home and just fire your toilets toilets in there not your toilets your toilets in there, sweet, that's grand. But if you're flushing it, you're going to be causing trouble. You're going to be causing trouble, brother. Um, but I mean, I do think that it's nice to have a bit of a wet wipe around your bum. I do think, though, if you just use a wet wipe, you're going to be smearing a lot of poo around your asshole, which is dangerous, especially in these times because you know how coronavirus is spread and all. Um, but I would say, like, if you if you don't, you know, did a bit of if you mixed it up, it might be a nice bum experience. You know, it might be. Um, nice to have a little bit of, of dry toilet roll and then a little bit of moisture just to wipe it off then a little bit of dry toilet roll to dry it off again do you know what I mean like in one of those like Japanese toilets that do everything it would be nice if there was a hand that would come out with a little bit of a, a toilet and wipe your bum that would be pretty sweet you know and then dispose of it naturally no naturally safely I meant to say which is also natural who knows um, that would be a good idea but for me I'm just a toilet roll guy I like to use the toilet roll I like to wipe until my bum bleeds to make sure it's clean and I like to wash my hands thoroughly with expensive soap. You know? Um, I nearly said RuPaul soap there. 
like I thought that was um, some sort of brand of soap. It's not. That's not the soap. I don't think RuPaul has a brand of soap. Now to be fair, she could because RuPaul is a very successful business person. But um, let me see. Posh toilet soap. I'm going to Google this here to see what the one I actually mean is. Um, oh, I need to have them in my head there. Joe Malone. That's what it was. Before you hit, let's see. When you hit posh toilet soap, it comes up with Fenyal multi pack. Neste Dante Dolce Vivier Creed Aventus Soap just for you soap but I meant Jo Malone Jo Malone mm, Le Fragrance Supreme Jo Malone why am I not a voiceover guy you know what I mean I've got the voice like I can do foreign voices do you know what I mean I mean and now's the time in 2020 you shouldn't be doing foreign voices but I can do it you know I can do it I should do the French accent Fuzzy Fragrance Jo Malone or, as you know, I'm the master of Spanish. You know, I'm the Spanish voiceover guy. Hola, monsieur, is a bonjour. I'm going to French again. Uh, let, me, let me find some Spanish. I'm just going to get a Spanish, Spanish, Bogu Spanish um, sausage. Because we all love a Spanish sausage. Spanish sausage brand. Okay. Let's find a Spanish sausage brand and see what comes up first. The best seller is Iberia Chorizo Sausage. Yeah, see? Sorry, I got a real cold as well. I got the sniffles in case you're like, oh my God, stop snuffling. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get the end of this podcast. Here we go. <clears throat> Imperial de Lorca. El España. El Spanish and Sausage. As the name suggests, Imperial de Lorca is a Spanish sausage. The original is located in Macia. It's a combination of the pork and pork belly and soldiers. It's a combination of stuffed in the Cat Cat Kings and 23 years. See, I was decent, you know. The only thing I can really say in Spanish is something I heard in a monorail on Florida, in Florida, when I was at Disney World. And it was like, please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténgase Leandro de la Portes. See, told you I should just be a Spanish voiceover guy. If you tell me how phonetically things sound, I'll do it. Por favor, man, <clears throat> Por favor, manténgase Leandro de la Portes. Imperial de Lorca, le sausage supreme. Caña de Loma, El Aguiniza de Pascula, Anichosquila Tunia. Chorizo de Tampolutz. And I am going to stop doing that now because I feel like it's pretty weird. And speaking of pretty weird, haha, <laughs> Johnny Bo has given me the story here and asked me to discuss the following. Let me see what this is. Oh no, woman snogs her dad live on air to win 550 quid. Leaving presenters disturbed. <sighs> I hate this already. A father and her daughter left radio presenters disturbed after going to extreme lengths to bag a cash prize in a bizarre game show. Australian radio station Kiss hosts the Kyle and Jackie show. Uh, where I mean, that just sounds like somebody from the Shankle. The Kyle and Jackie show. Uh, where one of the segments features a game called Boyfriend or Daddy. I mean... Instantly a perverted game. The rules are simple. A female guest will bring a male companion on the show and the two hosts have to guess whether the man is her partner or their dad. If they guess incorrectly, the woman wins the equivalent uh, of 550 quid. This week, 26-year-old Stacy brought along Nick and was left to presenters to figure out their true relationship. Um, gross. The pair presented the story that they were a couple and the presenters grilled them in details of their intimate lives, which we'll spare you the details of. Um, after they made it through the highly uncomfortable interrogation, Jackie laid down one final challenge saying, there's only one way to decide this. Would you guys be willing to give each other just a little kiss on the lips? This is going to be the clincher for everybody. Um, 
And the pair move in for smooch lasting a few seconds. Um, the presenter said they're fully kissing. It was making out. I'm locking in boyfriend without a doubt. It has to be boyfriend. It has to be. It can't be father. Nobody kisses their father like that. Everyone in the studio was in agreement that the pair were partners. And they switched to Stacy for the grand reveal. The entire office behind him jumped her feet as she says, the things we do for money, this is my actual father. My boyfriend will be mortified. Kyle, clearly lost for words, congratulates the pair on their close relationship and winning the $1,000 ad and that's the craziest shit he's ever seen, you know. If you really want to, you can watch the whole excruciating clip here. Um, You know, you know what? I'm into it here. This will not. Oh, this page isn't available. Thankfully, it's been deleted because it's incest. And hopefully, I'm not going to be arrested and sent to McGabry because it's incest. But I mean, on paper, it definitely seems a little bit off. Um, but you know, I needed to see what they look like, and I still have them because I can only see the back of the dad's head. If they're both sexy, you know, maybe if they're both sexy, it's fine. It's absolutely not fine. That's a joke. But maybe you know. If I could see them both and they look similar, maybe they're from the same stock in terms of, you know, they create incestuous children, possibly, but I don't like doing that. That's gross. And all for 500 quid. Now, if it had been like a proper amount of money, like a grand, I'd understand, but only 500 quid, absolutely not worth it. Dermot has said, good afternoon, Papa Bear. What about the hair situation post-lockdown? Will you shave the bonds? Speaking as a man that shaved it off, definitely the best thing I've done. No more hiding my receding hairline. Um, you know what? I'm all for it, but at the same time, I'm embracing what I've got. I'm strong up top, weak in the midfield, and decent in defence. You know, um, I would, I would, you know, the thing about it is, I'm currently trying to lose weight, so when I'm less fat, I'll shave my bones. You know, so it looks sexy. All around, I don't want to just be this big fat ball guy. It looks shit. So I lose a bit of weight. The hair's definitely coming off, but it's starting to almost get to the point where I'm keeping it. Despite my wife who told me you got to shave that. You know, I wanted to shave it before we got married, and she was like, "No, you need hair for the wedding photos." And now, um, I I kept the hair, and I'm just keeping it. You know, fucker. Um, so. That's, that's how I feel about it. Wilson Davidson says, Hey, Big Papa. Whoa, hated response on the camping from last week. I'm actually about to go off this week for a couple of days camping in Tullymore Forest. Surely, I sure hope the PSNI aren't there to dismantle the tent. Well, Wilson, you've made a bit of an error there. You've told me you're going camping in Tullymore Forest. You know, next thing you tell me, oh, I'm cycling there. You know, because the PSNI should put a clamp down on all cyclists. They should put a clamp down on all camping. Anything camp should be shut down and thrown in McGabry. Um, but, you know, you let me know if that's if that's what you enjoy. Because, I mean, in, in a non-disrespectful way. Now, I'm not being a disrespect to anybody that camps here. But, if you can afford a hotel, you'll stay in a hotel. You know? Even just go and spend the night. Like if I went camping now, I would say, yeah, I'm going to stay here. It's sweet. Then I would sneak off to a five-star hotel and just sort myself out. You know, I'd get up early enough. You know, if they start the breakfast at six, at eight, then I'd arrive at the camp. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, I just went for a shower. And then would be like, oh, you're very fresh. I'm like, you know, it's a decent shower. Then I'd end up going into a room where there'd just be a glory hole where some guy just sticks a hose through. But I mean, if you like camping... And that's what you want to do, Wilson. It makes you feel good. You know, that's fine. But do beware 
there are rapists in the forests. You know, that's something we all know about. You can't have people in the forest coming to attack you. So make sure you've got weapons. Make sure you have defense mechanisms. Make sure you have tasers and you're ready to stop the perverts of the forest. Because there are forest perverts everywhere. I've watched horror movies. I know the way it goes. And I'm not going to put myself at risk. Same way as I'm not going to run around without a mask on if I'm told to wear a mask. It's better to be preventative than to be forced to cure something that happens, isn't it? So beware of the forest sex offenders. Mark says, can I borrow your hosepipe? Mark, no, you can get fucked. Um, the, yeah, by the way, I only borrow, let, let someone borrow the hosepipe if they're going to do me a very cheap deal on something. So Mark, if you're going to provide a service which I feel is value for money, you may borrow my hosepipe, bro. Nathan Concilia. I said, hey David, you're holding up much hope for the new FIFA, seeing as uh, this time they seem to have made a lot of upgrades to career mode. Can't wait for the Boneyard gig. Hey, Nathan Cosilia. I don't think I'm going to invest in this year's FIFA. They fucked it so bad last time. The gameplay was shit. Season was shit. Everything was shit about it. I fucking hated it. PlayStation should be a fun experience to go and relax. Seeing you're a busy guy, busy shit to do, you should be able to play FIFA and just play tick attack of football and score beautiful goals and revel in your own glory. You shouldn't be forced to do all these fucking weird buttons and shit for a real life experience. Hey FIFA, there's no real life experience in football if you're fucking playing it on a PlayStation, you dicks. You know, make it arcade friendly. Make it fun like all the old FIFAs. Because you know what I'm playing at the minute? Pro Evo. And that's your fault, FIFA. So fuck you. And Nathan, listen. I saw your tweet about missing out tickets for the Boneyard gig. That's happening. There's a gig... Pugs Comedy Club's back for one night only on the 16th of September, which is my birthday. And it's in the Boneyard. It's going to be all distanced, all safe, outside gig, and the tickets are sold out. However, there's going to be more tickets made available. So Nathan, get on, get at it, and get at the gig, because it'll be a good time. But there's an Eventbrite page. Go over to my Instagram, Dave Elliott Comedy. Get all the links to it there. I put a post up. It'll all be there. And please come to the show. Wormball has sent me a photo of a man's anus bursting, and it's disgusting. Um, and when I mean a man's lips, a man's anus looks like my succulent lips. I mean, I think that's a compliment in some way. Wormball, but also gross. Never send me that. And Una just snuck in after the bell, but it's fine because it's a late record. She said, "I know I've missed your call for questions this week, but hopefully this makes it in the next week." What is the crack with this? Um, Ozzy Osbourne says he felt calm while trying to kill wife Sharon. That's so sly. Imagine after 30 plus years, the one time your partner got a bit of peace was from watching the life drain from your eyes. I'm no relationship counsellor, but I'd say it's a bit of a red flag. No, also, much like that age-old scenario of, does my bum look big in this? Surely, when asked about this event, Ozzy would probably be best responding to it, as it was the biggest regret of my life, and I'm ashamed of myself. I'm not reminiscing about the good old days when you could relax during an old-fashioned strangling of the mother of your children. Right, let's read this article. Sharon! Crazy! <laughs> I felt the calmest I have ever felt in my life, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, wow. Well, Ozzy maybe's back in the gear again, because I know Ozzy likes ice cream like I do, but, I mean, this is a bit mental. Um, Sorry, my, my internet's going wild, powerful, slow here. Let me see. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. I got it. That's okay. Let me see. 
see these see these fucking things here um I accepted the cookies and now it's not opening and it's going to ruin the end of a really nice podcast here. Right, there we go. I felt the calmest I've ever felt in my life. Ozzy Osbourne recalls feeling peaceful while trying to kill his wife during a reckless drugs binge. Go ahead, Ozzy. Um, Sharon Osbourne even struck, stuck by Ozzy Osbourne after he tried to kill her during an out-of-control drug binge. The Black Sabbath star calmly choked his wife. 69 that's her age hopefully not in that position and was arrested for attempted murder as he divulges in the documentary the nine the nine lives of ozzy osborne um according to the son sharon relived the moment she had a brush with death at the hands of her husband 31 years ago the couple are said have shared three children together jack amy and jack jack kelly and amy and they recall bathing them and putting them to bed before indulging in some light reading moments before the attack. According to Sharon, Ozzy then entered the room and sat across her from the sofa, but she didn't recognise her husband as his demeanour was completely different. I'm going to kill you, Sharon. He recalled, she recalled, he goes to the stage where he gets that look in his eyes. The shutters were down and I just couldn't see through, get through to him. And we've come to a decision that you've got to die. Oh, wow, Ozzy. The terrifying moment Sharon took by took Sharon by surprise. I mean, shocker. Um, and before she had time to defend herself, Ozzy had lunged across the chair and began to throttle it. Um, not knowing what to do, Sharon managed to scramble and press a panic button in the room before she knew a police officer had arrived at the property. According to the red-haired star, I mean, just say Sharon, um, it was the concern for the safety of her children that carried her through with his brutal that carried her through his brutal rampage all right okay she added all i could think about was the kids there's no way i'm leaving my kids so it was probably the most frightened i've ever been despite the staggering danger of the situation ozzy felt tranquil throughout he said i felt the calmest i've ever felt in my life i was just peaceful and um, it's not exactly one of my greatest achievements well to be fair it isn't is it you know, it's not really an achievement of anything, it's a failed effort at something, you know. Um, the rocker woke up at Amersham Jail with limited recollection of the events that transpired and he was informed by a policeman that he had been arrested for attempted murder. He subsequently was sent for treatment for six months where he had the opportunity to reflect on the severity of his actions and Sharon could decide if she wanted to walk away from their marriage. Sharon recalled saying to him after the attack, I don't want money. But if you do this again, either I'm going to kill you or you're going to kill me. And do you want that for our kids? Fortunately, the couple managed to move past the traumatic incident and have been married for a whopping 38 years. Hasn't all been a bed of roses, as the famous pair have faced many hurdles, including multiple infidelities and long-standing battles with drugs. Ozzy also revealed earlier this year that he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. The Black Sabbath frontman has said he's currently taking antidepressants as his mental health took a decline following the diagnosis in the coronavirus pandemic. That's sort of sad to see. But I mean, yeah, I definitely think that that's something. Now, hopefully, I'll not be in a position where I have to try to do that, you know, to my wife at some stage. But at the same time, um, you know, I think that Ozzy and Sharon have a very different relationship to me and my wife. I think, if, if anything... I would be the one that would be likely to be murdered by her. You know, I think I am much more docile, much more placid, um, certainly uh, much less likely to murder her than she would be me, I would say. I would say she would wait till I go to sleep, just cut my, cut my throat, I would say. Um, you know, it's going to be one of those weird moments that if that ever does happen, this will be considered, oh my God, he knew it was coming. But, you know, obviously I'm just talking silliness. And speaking of silliness, that's the end of the podcast. Guys, remember... 
butt plugs and masks. That's all I ask. I'll be back next week. And if you want to hear the exciting news, listen to the Patreon podcast this week. All shall be revealed. Auf Wiedersehen. Pet. <laughs>